0: to the Rural News with Sally Murphy. Kia ora, good morning Sally. Good morning. Now, the uh, a new project is underway to save New Zealand seabirds from fishing nets. It is. The southern seabirds they are caught on the high seas because some of the birds are being transmitted with little satellite devices on their backs and they do these incredible flights to find food, thousands of kilometres and they are overlapping with hundreds of fishing vessels on the high seas outside our EZ.
1: Janice Malloy says the government has been raising the issue through official channels and the trust has also been developing relationships with the tuna companies involved. She says the companies are receptive to change as there's growing interest in sustainability and protecting wildlife. Miss Malloy says the toolkit will have maps to show the fleets where the seabirds feed. The second part is actually laying out what
0: practices they can use to not catch seabirds, how effective they are, what they cost, any impact they might have on on target fish they're trying to, to catch. And the third part is the ways they can actually demonstrate the vessels are actually using these measures. You know, obviously observers are one way.
1: And Janice Malloy says the toolkit should be ready by August.
0: Uh, now shearing is the other issue you're uh, looking at this morning. And Australian shearers apparently learning about New Zealand's what fanatical approach to wool preparation.
1: Yeah, that's right. Seventeen young Aussie sharers are being sent out to wool sheds across Aotearoa this week as part of the Trans-Tasman Training Exchange. It's the second year Elite Wool Industry Training in Canterbury has teamed up with two Australian counterparts to develop, to develop promising young talent. Elite Wool's Tom Wilson says the main difference between the two industries is the type of sheep. Here they're mostly crossbred, and across the ditch they're mostly merino, but that's changing.
2: We're getting closer and closer as, as all the years go by, and the future looks bright. There's a lot more sort of crossbreed type sheep getting in Australia as well. Although the training for them is, it gives them the opportunity to experience what we are actually delivering here. Well, it just benefits the whole industry, really.
1: Tom Wilson says the trainees will complete work experience before competing in the Golden Shears competition in Masterton next month. Australian Wool Innovation spokesperson Paul Oster says accountability is the biggest lesson he'll be taking back to the training school
3: from New Zealand wool sheds. There's such a um, fanatical approach on preparation of wool over here and accuracy and speed and timing. What I've seen on the ground is the extremely high standard of training that's delivered here um, gives us a really good platform to be involved with. And there's there's so many things, even as a a senior trainer with AWI back in Australia, the terms, the technique, you really put it in your own toolkit and call upon it when it's needed in the future.
1: And Paul Auster says the exchange programme is great as it equips students with the tools they'll need in the workforce.
2: Brilliant, thank you very much. Sally Murphy there with your rural update.